Welcome back to episode five of our Outgrowing the Good Christian Girl series. And sadly, this is our second to last episode. I've loved this time with you guys, and there's so much more I want to talk about that we'll get into in the future, but I'm about to have this baby any day now. <laughs> if you hear me totally out of breath, that's why I'm having contractions this morning. Just Braxton Hicks. But because of that, we're sadly drawing to a close now, but comment below other topics you'd like to talk about more in the future. And then after my maternity leave, I'll be gone for a couple months and then I'll come back. Um, we can hopefully talk about some of those. But today I want to talk about this idea of does God care about how I'm feeling and about my emotions? Are emotions wrong to have? Emotions like anger or sadness? I think we hear a lot of messages about emotions in some church circles. I know I have that can be very damaging. Things like we shouldn't feel negative emotions, things like we should always be joyful. And if you're not, then you don't trust God enough. Things that if you're worried or you're anxious, then you're not trusting God. Or even this idea that I've been hearing a lot in church circles recently. And hear me out because this might sound controversial at first, but is this idea that God cares more about our holiness than our happiness. Now, don't get me wrong. I fully believe that God wants us to be holy and set apart for himself. That is so clear in the Bible. But I also believe that he really does care about our happiness. And yes, of course, there are times when we think something's going to make us happy and it really is not in the long run. Like there was this boyfriend I was dating and I really wanted to be with him for that immediate gratification. But over and over, I felt like God was putting on my heart, you need to end this. And it's because I can see now clearly like it would not have been good for me in the long run. But I think sometimes that idea of happiness over or of holiness over happiness leads to this idea that God doesn't care about our emotions, that he doesn't care if we're happy or joyful. It just doesn't matter. That's not important for being sanctified. That's not important for being a Christian. But we forget that a fruit of the spirit is joy. And you might say, well, joy is different from happiness. Sure, we can get into all that. But at the heart of it, like, I believe God wants to see his kids enjoying their life with God, not just so focused on attaining perfection or being having it all figured out, but kids who are like running around, like screaming and laughing with delight, like my daughter does. Like as a mom, there's nothing that brings my heart more joy than seeing that joy in my daughter. And I believe that God sees us that way too. We'll get into that more in a second though. But I think all these messages can give us this idea that God doesn't care about what we're feeling or that our emotions are just carnal nature and sin and a sign that we haven't been sanctified yet. And I want to talk about this a little more because um, I think a new perspective can change our lives in a really good way. So when I was growing up, I definitely heard these messages. It was like, you can't complain. You can't be angry. I mean, we heard all the time growing up, like servants of the Lord must not complain, must not quarrel. And it just felt like, even though those are good things to remember, it felt like all our emotions were just being shut down. Like there was no outlet or expression for emotions that were negative. And I got very good at just pasting on this smile and acting like everything was fine, even when it wasn't. I remember feeling very depressed throughout high school, but I never told anybody that. I just kind of kept it hidden and was happy on the outside all the time. I got very good at that facade. And that really, when you stuff down emotions like that, it really becomes toxic inside. Um, and, you know, for me, this was one of the contributing factors to my struggle with an eating disorder and perfectionism. 
And even since then, I've continued hearing these messages, but I've stopped believing them as much for a few reasons. The first being like reading the Bible, like reading the book of Psalms. It is the most human book in the Bible. In my opinion, it is just a reflection of David's emotional journey and journey with God. And he shares all his emotions with God and he's not like afraid to do so. Like sometimes he's angry, sometimes he's depressed, sometimes he's happy. It's like you could think he's this emotional roller coaster guy or even call him a drama queen, but like he puts it all out there before God and God just loves on him and is like, this is a man after my own heart. Like that is a picture of how we can be with God. But the second reason is what I really want to talk about today. The second reason that I started seeing this differently is because God describes himself as our parent. You know, understanding a relationship with God can be so confusing. And so God gives us these examples in our human everyday lives of what a relationship with God is sort of like. And the two that he uses a lot are parent and child or husband and wife. And I want to talk about parent and child because this has hit home in a whole new way for me since becoming a mom a little over two years ago. Um, there's this verse in Isaiah that says, can a woman forget her nursing child or have not compassion on the son of her womb? Then it says, sure, they might forget, but I, God, will not forget you. And that really hit home for me because when Natalie was little, she we had a really rough babyhood with her. She had a lot of food allergies, but we didn't know it. And she was in pain all the time. There were so many nights I'd be up with her from midnight to 5 a.m. straight. No joke, because she was in so much discomfort and pain. And her whole body was like, well, she had eczema all over. And a lot of it was like bleeding and oozing. And we couldn't figure out why. And it was just exhausting. I remember sometimes feeling so exhausted that I was afraid I would drop her. And I would call my mom or mother-in-law and be like, can you come hold her for a while? Like, I'm afraid I'm too weak to hold her because I've been up so much with her. And I had so much compassion for her. Just like, this is my baby. Like she cries and I'm like, I just want to go get her. I just want to hold her. I want to make it all better. And just it wasn't like I was mad at her for feeling that way. Yeah, there were times it was just like totally exhausting, but it was just this like deep, deep love, like unlike anything I've ever known before, just so natural, so ingrained. And to think God sees us that way. And now she's a toddler, you know, she has her tantrums and she has all her emotions. And this girl, let me tell you, she can talk like nobody's business. She basically never stops talking. So anything she's feeling, she's saying she's my daughter. Um, and just like when she's mad, when she's upset, when she's crying, I'm not like, I can't believe you. I just wish you were holier and more perfect. And I just care more about you being holy. No, there is nothing that brings my heart more joy than seeing her enjoy her life. I love that. I love seeing her just enjoying her life, not feeling this like pressure to be perfect and not feel I, Of course, I want to raise her to be a good human being. Of course, we have boundaries and rules that we enforce, you know, because we want her to be a, a, a decent human who knows how to love other people well and also stand up for herself well. But but I'm not insensitive to her happiness either. I'm not insensitive to what she's feeling. 
And I think we can learn a lot from parent-child relationships and how God views us as his kids. Just to recognize like even in the midst of all our emotions, of all our doubts, of all our anxieties, like he's with us and he wants us to share that with him. I don't want Natalie to keep that buried inside her, my daughter Natalie, because she thinks that I don't care or I don't want to see it or it's not holy or good enough. I want her to bring that to me and tell me about it. I love when she's like, feeling so upset and she'll just ask if she can snuggle me and she'll just cry a little bit as she snuggles me. Like, I want to be there with her in it. I think having that approach to our relationship with God brings so much freedom. I know it has for me. Cause instead of it being like, oh, I'm feeling anger. Shoot, I can't feel anger. Okay, what do I do with it? I stuff it down and it becomes toxic. Um, instead of that, it's like, God, I'm feeling so mad right now. Like, what do I do with this? Like, what's going on? And honestly, counseling too, huge to understand those emotions and what's happening and what's triggering them. I, I guess the point of this video is I want you to know that God cares, that he's with you, that he sees your emotions and you don't have to hide them from him, that he cares about you enjoying life. I remember going to this church and it felt like everybody there was so serious all the time, which I related with because when I was a teenager, I thought that that's how you lived. If you were a super spiritual person, truly in love with Jesus, you were just serious and sober-minded all the time. And I didn't realize the contagiousness of joy and that that is a fruit of the Spirit, that that comes from God and He wants us to have it. And I know none of us have perfect earthly parents, no matter how great your parents are. They're still not perfect. It's just the matter of being human. But to think like Jesus said in the Gospels, like you fathers know how to give good gifts to your kids and you're imperfect. Think about how much more I know how to give good gifts to my kids. And just to remember that God is a parent figure. He compares himself over and over to a father and to a mother to us. And when we see him through that lens, which is very biblical, it changes everything. So next week, I'll talk more about the changes that this and other things have brought in my own mental health and the freedom that this has brought. I love you, ladies and brave gentlemen, and I'll see you next week. Bye.